So. Why are you looking at me like that? You know why I'm looking at you like this. It's time for the. Faking Notes Podcast. Faking Notes Podcast. Yeah, man. How you doing? Oh, my God. How are you doing? Welcome back. Doing good. You were on a boat. I was on a boat, Mo. So. Yeah. This is a segment we like to call a day in the life. Except we're going to adapt it. It was a day in the life two weeks ago. Many, many. Many days in the life a couple of weeks ago. So you're on a cruise yeah. ship. Let's yeah, hear about it. man. Uh, so I periodically uh, perform with a group called Lincoln Center Stage, and they're a program on Holland America ships. And it's a piano quintet. Uh, so a string quartet, two violins, viola, cello, and a pianist. And so we play pop, jazz, uh, and some actual classical masterpieces uh like the brahms uh like rack city rack city rack city bitch rack rack city bitch oh man that took me back that's a classic that's a bop staple of the rep it's a bop bop and a half i think uh i think borden wrote that yeah i mean it was one of the b's it's a good guess (laughs) is is borden or bach or beethoven biggie 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 (laughs) Is big. So, what else, where did you go on this boat? Yo, so I flew in uh, Guatemala. I flew into Guatemala City, and then we went. Uh, I took like a, or I slept through a two-hour drive to Puerto Quetzal on the coast, and uh, got on the ship, embarked there, and then we went to San Diego, uh, and then from San Diego to Victoria. No, to Vancouver, sorry. Vancouver, Canada. Then we went to Victoria, between Victoria and Juneau, Alaska. So we would go back That's and forth. That's a big trip. Yeah. yeah. How long does that take? You're moving the whole time, Trevor, pretty much. like you, you're, you're on a boat. It's it's slow, but you're moving. <laughs> yeah, it's four weeks, man. I was on a boat for four weeks. God. How's the food? You know, it's good. Um, I've, I lost a lot of weight. Uh, was hitting the gym. Working out, I was reading. I was pretty focused. I was playing some Super Smash too. I got, I got all the characters on Super Smash. Oh my gosh! So you, wait, so you took that with you, I like took on the Switch boat? Switch with me, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's it's essential. That's like required reading. I was in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Lovely. Yeah, and it was pretty. It's beautiful. Very Mexican. Like a dude. I was walking on the way to a Walmart. They have Walmart there, dude. And like half the shit I can't read because it's in Spanish. I can read a little bit of Spanish, but it's like really Spanish. It's super dope. Uh, but then there's also English and everybody speaks English. So it's weird. They're all super happy. It's one of like, yeah, the, it's, I have like been to Mexico once and that's where I went. Dude, it's amazing. They're fucking, dude, you know what? You want to know why they're happy? Let's hear it. It's because on my way to Walmart, man, I was walking <laughs> and I turned to the right. And on the side of the road, there's this dude who has like, if you're in LA, you know those tents that people have, like they'll, uh, it'll be like a Mexican joint where they're cooking food or um, it'll be like, you know, people are like trying to preach the gospel, but they want to protect their heads. So it's like a big old umbrella tent. That so instead they're like street pre- corners. preaching the tacos. No, nah, this dude had one of those umbrellas over him. Uh, one of those, those tents and under it, he, he had a big ass knife and he was just slicing away at some mango. And he had a bunch of cups in front of him full of like freshly cut mango. And that's what he did, dude. And that's why Mexican people are so happy in Puerto Vallarta. Because <laughs> they have mangoes on demand, homie. 
One, one, another funny thing about that is I remember uh, a couple of things, like after like landing, I'd read up, like they said, like, it's like a nice oasis, like everyone's happy there. Mm-hmm. But one of the things they mentioned was when you land, like in the airport was to leave, walk a little further away from the airport and then call your Uber. Uh, Cause otherwise the feds wouldn't get there. So we did that. But what they, what they like kind of warned about, but it's not an issue. Any taxi cab driver always has a side hustle. Oh. So they're always going to be trying to pitch you something. I was like, oh, that's oh, funny. Okay. And so I get in it and it was hilarious. First things in there, the guy's super nice. He was like welcoming, welcoming us to the city. He's like, you know, you're going to love it. This, that, and the other. Oh, by the way, he's like, I give out tours. So he starts handing us business cards. And this dude has 12 side hustles. And so we got oh all these God. business cards. So what were, what were some of his side hustles? Well, my favorite one is he's just like, oh, I've got a guy like who, who gives these I great, he does it. Uh, he, he's got, like, he's just like, oh, I'm going to like take you to this, this dude and he'll, he'll show you around. He's got a great like little shop. And so he goes out of his way to drive us by this dude's kiosk. He's like, there's my friend. Hey, and like people are waving. Oh, man. It's yeah. So it's got total it's long. Con. It's got, it's funny. Cause it's pretty big, but it's got like yeah. total, um, small town vibes. Yeah. So they all kind yeah, of know, know each, each other. other. We go through, we're there for about five days and then we're coming, we're coming back. Uh-huh. So we call an Uber uh-huh. from our hotel, which is pretty far out, about 30 minutes away from the airport. Mm-hmm. And the same guy picks us up. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I didn't even, I didn't even recognize it. Oh, shit. I, he said, uh, good, to, good to see you again. You enjoy your trip? And I just assumed, I didn't recognize him again. And I'm good about that. Yeah, I recognize everyone. But you, I you, had a, you had a white dude moment. No, 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 not just that. that. They all look no, the but same. I thought, <laughs> no, it was like. It was like the it was kind of like the opposite. I thought he thought all us white people looked the same. Yeah, it's like I just had you in my cab. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love how that happens. Yeah, I thought I was just like, oh, I just didn't acknowledge it because I'm like, oh, yeah. he must have. Yeah, he probably just you know he takes all these white people to oh and from God. the airport. <laughs> Dude, that happens to me too, yeah. all the time. <laughs> like when people are just, you look just like a friend of mine. I so I know what that's like, uh-huh. but. Then they show me a picture of them. I don't look anything like these niggas, man. I don't look anything like these black people. I do know I do not look like your black friend. I'm sorry. It's, it's insert. It's just inserting. It's like, wow, you remind me of Will Smith. I get that all the time, <laughs> dude. I had a Japanese girl. Okay, I was at. She's the cutest girl, nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. I swear to God. Uh, 2012, I was at Montecito International Music uh-huh. Festival, and she was. We were playing the Trout together. She was a cellist. I was a violist. Like during one of the breaks of our practicing straight from Japan, doesn't mm-hmm. speak that much English. It's pretty broken. You know who you remind me of? And I was like, oh okay, which was about Corbin Blue <laughs> exhibit. And she's like, Will Smith. I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> we love Will Smith. I, I, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah, but oh my god! So yeah, so we're there, and so this dude, I just assumed, you know, like I said, I'm like, I'm good about this. I remember people, but I just assumed he he just thought we all like looked uh-huh. alike, and he just, and I was like, oh haha! And so we get to the airport. I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, the dude was interesting. And she's like, you do realize that was the same Uber driver? Oh no! Rip. But so it's funny. He's taking us back, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and all the way back, we get a new side hustle. So he's like, oh, my wife, she does this thing, and he was trying to sell us like cakes uh-huh. like pre-packaged you know cakes plastic potatoes no thanks <laughs> but he's just pull- this dude's pulling out food in his uber he's got a bakery in there 
And like that is serious that's, side that's, a, that's entrepreneurship at its yeah. finest. Dude, so like. It reminds me of New York, man. Side Hustle Bible. He's, he's crushing it. The dude was super nice. One thing I'll say. Another thing is like all the people there. Uh-huh. Like we want to like kind of we try to hit up like more local stuff so like a more local tour yeah. less touristy thing and this the guys were explaining that one reason they're all happy is just because of how good the tourism industry there is they said they have like full employment if you see someone who's not working it's because they don't want to work like yeah we got we have full employment here because like that's how big the tourism industry mm-hmm. is uh, and I see it because it's nice there all year. Mm. I kept, I yeah, kept them in nice my phone. Why they get to sh- yeah. brag to people? Your job is to brag at people about how dope your crib is. And it's so true, dude. Look at my hood, dude. Look at this shit. It's do December you see this? and it's it's like eighty. Do you do you smell that? <laughs> do you smell that? That's fresh air. Oh. You LA people don't know this. Do you do you see those? Those are actually, actually, look up, sir. Look at me in the eyes. (laughs) That's my side boob. That's my (laughs) side. Family guy call back. That's my side boob. Family guy call back. (laughs) We're we're cutting away to a cutaway. Yeah. That's so funny. That you can't even see. You you have to be there. Okay. So long story short, Puerto Vallarta. Amazing. Puerto Vallarta was amazing. But, you um, know, Alaska was, like, really cool. It's always cool, actually, because I actually did the uh, the Alaska tour at the tail end of my contract uh, back in 2018, last year. And what's really awesome about it, especially during this time of the year, is how crisp and fresh everything is. It's just coming out of winter. Mm-hmm. They're just starting to get sunlight. Like, What's so crazy is like when you're going from spring to summer in Alaska, the light shifts. So like I'd be on the bow of the ship at 11.30 p.m. And it would it would be like just after it would be as bright as just the, the sun just went down. Holy shit. Yeah. Like so imagine like here like right now, Trevor, like the sunset is around 8 p.m., right? 8.30. Imagine 9.15 what it looks like outside. It has that nice blue glow out. You can still see everything. And then imagine mountains everywhere. You're in the middle of the water and you're surrounded by mountains on either side. Mm. Yeah, bro. So that's kind of like what it was like to like sail. Um, It's still really cold. So you have to go out and go on the deck. It's like, probably 50 45 degrees and breezy outside. right and it's and you're going like 15 knots so the wind's coming at you 20 miles an hour like you could almost sometimes if it's windy like lean against the wind like like titanic yeah for like you can you can just be standing straight up and lean forward and not fall because oh, it's that it's that strong what's so it's what cold. are like the unique challenges of like playing on a, a boat uh, there, there's so many to name. Uh, and here's the deal, guys. I think cruise gigs are really great, especially if you just graduate college, you don't have full paid vacation. It's, it really is. And, and you get to meet really incredible people. I just think I'm getting too old for it. <laughs> Even though most people who do it are around my age, you know, anywhere from 24 to like 30 people really mm-hmm. tend to do a lot of their ship years and at least performers. And the thing I hate about it is the fact that 
I'm so disconnected. If I was going to be into this, I would be so into this if I was born 10, 15 years earlier than I was because the internet is so integral to who I am. You need it. In my development, I need it. Like just the fact that, you know, I'm practicing and I can't share some things that I found out is depressing to me because like, it's so lonely to be a musician, especially a musician adult. And it's why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. So I can actually talk to somebody. Like most days I don't talk to anybody until about 6 p.m. when my roommate comes home from work. One of them, (laughs) right? I'm spending my whole day in my room by myself. It's I miss really it. bad. Yeah, because I guess the one of the huge downsides like post-school is that you really are missing just people. Just seeing people. I go outside, like when I came over, it was the first time you left the house, bro. Yeah. Was not, I got here at like 2.45. Yeah, PM. I had not he hadn't gone outside yet. I hadn't opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hadn't even cracked a window. Like, <laughs> I need the sun. Yeah. And, and when you leave... It, you really feel it. You really are like, wow, no, this this earth thing is wild. This is great. <laughs> the internet is not the only thing. However, when I'm not able to connect, I feel like I'm falling behind in my career because mm-hmm. everything I do is creating a an infrastructure for a legacy that's going to live on way past myself. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. That's the aim for me. It's not, oh, so I can feel... So I can feel like guys want to f- me, <laughs> like posting <laughs> booty pics. You know, it's it's not. It's a level of fulfillment. You could post booty pics. I totally could. My ass is looking really good now, man. Nice. I've been running a lot. Oh wait, let's hear there. about this. You've been running. I've been running, dude. Dude, not well or fast, but, but doing it for the first time in my life. I thought about running. <laughs> no, because I I go to the gym like quasi frequently yeah i like weights i like counting yeah. that brings me joy you gotta do cardium and there's something about it's not even for weight loss it's for like mental it's mental it's endurance it's like for like the, you know the good time you know what i'm saying sexy sexy time. Time. You, know, you gotta have a little bit of endurance you gotta be able to breathe yeah. <laughs> you know what but, i mean well here's the thing i've been doing i know i do all the cardio <laughs> i sit on the bike you I sit do, on the bike though man. but no but That's i don't like heart. do the no, no, you can get that. You can get that heart rate up. Yeah, I know. No, I, I mean, I just, I hate yeah. the idea of just like straight up running outside and like doing nothing. Yeah, I hate it too, but I hate it less than a treadmill. I hate treadmills more because mm. you really aren't going anywhere. I did the your progress one summer. is a number. <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. one thing I did one summer. Oh my god, that was interesting. It's like the summer, but in between years in grad school, I went back and I did the insanity videos. Oh, that was brutal. Insanity videos? Tell you me remember more. those? No. It was kind of like P90X times 90. Oh, I remember P90X, but not Insanity. In- insanity was, was just like the testosterone. Is that in college? It's like the testosterone driven version of when did that, P90X. When did that come out? I don't know. It was it, probably a few years before that. Hey, Siri, when did Insanity come out? Siri. Hey, Siri. Figure it out yourself. When did God, this? It's like Lenny, dude. The internet lets you down. No, she she just was like, no. Nope. But she just would open and then close. It was one. Of, so like P ninety X was its own. <laughs> it was its own sen- sensation. And then yeah. basically, yeah, this was just like the angry bald dude version of that. 
And so <laughs> it was, it wasn't as long. It was like 60 minute videos, 45 to 60 minutes, but it's just, you know, insane stuff uh, just going on. I mean, it, it earned its name and it was so painful. Like the, they do, you do your first video and it's one of those, like you're, you're going through and you're like 15 minutes and you're like, oh man, I'm exhausted. I feel alive. And they're like, okay, the warm up's done. Like, <laughs> you got 60 seconds and then we start the workout. I know, and you're like, I know. Oh. I never tried it though. I finally so did afraid. it. Yeah. Like, so I spaced it out. I didn't do every day. Like I said, I just, I basically took the program and split it in half. Every other day I did a thing. Yeah. And I'm going to eat my Oikos yogurt. It was probably the best shape I was in my life because I went to the gym too. Uh-huh. And I did that. Yeah, dude, that's that's wild. I want to get there too, but actually do something. I hate flailing my arms around for no goddamn reason. I, <laughs> I would much rather play basketball or play soccer. Dude, I miss or do martial some arts. Sports. Well, I miss like the the team. It's easier because it's so much easier to do something if you have a goal. Do you want? Like, do, even you want tennis. do you want to? Do you want to? Like we should. You know, a, would be a fun little thing. It's like us trying, trying, shit. like just taking dance classes and improv classes. And, <laughs> I'm so and I'm do so like terrible. Muay Thai. <laughs> Die, man, that'd be so funny. Oh my god, if you like, if you live stream that, just like, dude, me, can we? That'd be so fun. Me getting like my ass wrecked, or or like Brazilian yeah. Jiu Jitsu, like Joe Rogan. Yeah. God, that'd be, I probably, I would probably want to do Muay Thai, although my elbows, dog, I need them. I don't need to shatter any elbows. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm afraid. That's if you like break, true. if you break some fingers, man, you're yeah, that's your money maker. I like to think that my body is my money maker. I like to think that this mm. this voice is the money maker, baby. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is the ASMR episode. I think. Hey there. Hey. Psst. <laughs> Have you actually watched any of those videos? Yeah, dude. There's this one chick because I watched Cody Ko. Okay. So he did this. Maybe it wasn't him. It might have been Curtis Connor. Who's also brilliant. I love both. Friend of the pod. I wish. He's so he's so funny. Uh, but I think it was Curtis. He like highlighted it was like the ASMR episode where he was just like looking at weird YouTube channels. There's this chick that took deodorant and ate it. What? She eats weird stuff. She'll eat like lipstick. That's her thing. She just eats weird stuff. That's her ASMR. She'll like, she'll like bite into it. And like on the video, you'll see, you'll hear the little, the soft sound of her teeth cutting through the lipstick as she bites it. And she'll open her mouth and chew with her mouth open. So you could hear how it tastes to be chewed. How Sorry, how it sounds to be chewed. Not any better. That's insane. She'll eat lipstick. Uh, I think she did a glass episode. No. I, I forget who this chick is, man. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible. I didn't pay enough attention because he was featuring a lot of different episodes. Well, you're probably distracted channels. by the human eating glass. I no, he didn't feature that, but I think she did do an episode like that. He didn't go oh, okay. into it. Do some deep work. But she ha- the deodorant was enough, dude. She swallowed it too, dude. It's, it's got to taste disgusting. It's a that's poison. She just poisoned <laughs> herself. But for content. For it was, content. It's a good and it reason. has millions of views. Rightfully so, because that's weird. That's the thing. If you're sensational, if you're willing to do shit like that, you can get a lot of views. Well, I don't advise it. Don't be stupid. Well, well remember, but, um, oh, what's your face? Like bread face girl? Uh, no. Oh, come on. Bread face? Bread no, face. dude. I remember Glozell. 
I remember the sandwich. What challenge. is the name of? But you just let me just see if I go to YouTube. Bread face girl and put that in there. <laughs> the things that pop up. Yeah. Bread face girl. Bread face girl original. Bread face girl bread, name. Bro, YouTubers explain because I'm YouTubers react. I, I don't to know. Face girl. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old, dude. Is when is this? When does this come out? Oh, it's this is old bread face blog. Dude, oh my god, there's a bread face blog. Dude. So she just takes bread and just rolls her face in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Not a joke. Brilliant, dude. Not a joke. Wow. You just gotta find stuff that people never thought of doing and just like make a show about so it. So here's the here's the top comment. I don't get ASMR. I don't get unboxings. I don't get movings. But this, dot, dot, dot. This, I get. This, I get. <laughs> this, I get. Dude, uh, she rolls her face in bread. No, that's it. That's the thing. That's her That's her shtick. That's what she does. She rolls her face in bread. I can't see that being very pleasurable. God, it smells really good. Dude, content. We got we to gotta come up with bits like this. What dude. food are we going to rub on our face? Chipotle? I probably would roll Chipotle in my dude, face. I'd, I'd roll yeah. Chipotle in my face. And then I would eat it. Yeah. We could get a sponsor. Chipotle friends of the pod. They're definitely friends. They, Long time friends we of the just, pod. We just, yep, years. <laughs> oh my God. Our relationship goes back many years. We just had Chipotle. Oh my God. We just had Chipotle. It was yummy. Dude, yeah, it's, it's going to hit. Oh man, I already feel it hit. Do you hear my voice? Do you hear how ready I am, dude? <sighs> I'm like in the baby making phase of the eating process. That post Chipotle, they Dude, put something in there. Yeah, man, it makes you feel makes you feel powerful. Speaking of powerful, yeah. So, what's a day in the life now for Drew? For? Well, I got back from the ship a week ago, and day in the life uh, now is me catching up on projects that I should have had done months ago. <laughs> story of my life. That is my. Yeah. I'm finally finishing this. Uh, the uh, the IVC, the National Bureau of Congress video. This will be going up probably tomorrow. Um, just gotta go. I'm doing the color grading and the sound design. How was that experience? I don't know if we ever talked about that. It was dope, but I just feel I was a little overwhelmed because it's a nine hour. I was there for four, five days. And I got in on the evening of one of the days. So I only had four effective days of being there. And I was just jet lagged every day, dude. <laughs> That's a lot of nine hours too. behind. Like there's there's six hours, they're nine hours ahead of us in Holland, dude. Yeah. So when I get there, they have and they have their uh they had their symposiums and stuff starting at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. No. Do you know what time it is? That's that's 10 p.m. No, sorry, no, sorry. That's that's 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time was when I had to be waking up. No, to go. Not a fan. Yeah, man. I had no time to adjust. So whatever. It it was rough, and I also was stupid because I was tired. There are long stretches of time where I was collecting video, and I forgot to turn the microphone on. <laughs> So it's just me talking to the camera, just just going. Dude, maybe that could be your thing. Just giving like full length 
um, content delivery with no audio, but just but just a mouth titles. and just just, mouth, just mouth things. You mouth can do. You can have your your own like bad lip reading. No, yeah, dude. We should that that could be a thing we do. Just it's that. like like you say some outlandish shit and then I have to mouth. Or it. we just record my voice over yours. Remember that earlier in our. Hi, my name is Drew. I just some like ridiculous voice. My name is Hi, Drew. Uh, I, I'm Trevor, and um, <laughs> no, I can't even. Viola. Remember we joked on one of our previous episodes where it was like, we fooled you. This is actually Trevor and you're actually Drew. And we that could be a we fun bit. All of to, our, and we could actually, there are minds. deep fakes we can do. Have you seen people like Joe Rogan? Like, Has someone make him say him? stuff? Yeah. Oh, they, who did he have on his pod that did that? Oh, I don't know. He, Jamie was talking about it on the pod. He was like, yo, it took me like nine hours, but I got him to say some silly stuff. And it looked real. That's terrifying. It looked real. Yeah. I mean, we're getting, okay, so we're getting deep fakes, and then now we have the whole China facial recognition thing. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, that's one thing that I'm kind of, like, worried about. But you know what? They say this about every ounce of technology. Mm-hmm. They said that about the television. They were afraid <laughs> of the television and what it was going to do. It's going to rot your brain. Well, not Watch too, too much far television. Off. <laughs> Depends on the type of television. Yeah, if you're feeding your brain garbage, but if you're learning. It's an amazing resource. It's an incredible resource. That's why I love how entertainment has gone. And and like we were just talking earlier about like people we look up to, like John Oliver, the way he's able to bring comedy to really brilliant comedy to really serious world issues. Like this will never get talked about. It's never going to get talked about, but now people know about it. Millions of people know about it. Yeah. And plus, since he's got the backing of actual journalism and HBO dragon money, life's great. Look, I mean, it's also, but that was the whole point of HBO. I was watching this documentary, the two thousands, and it talks about how revolutionary HBO was because they were like, they saw on TV how, shallow all the content was because it had to pander for audiences and abide by regulations by the that the network has Mm -hmm. but if you have a network that produces its own stuff you can show boobs and you can i was gonna say isn't it hilarious the the people with the naughty night networks are just you know what we need more quality. They are the ones who realize yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 booby centrals are actually we can make really dope we can make breaking bad (laughs) <laughs> about an actual drug cartel who murders people and 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 tell the moral the deeper moral art artful implications mm-hmm. and philosophical pinnings of what it means to be human dude what a great show i was okay so let's talk about like writing and stories and stuff so i've watched mm-hmm. uh you know thanks to our youtube overlords a bunch of video essays um, yeah, do once so I watch one the, the the YouTube that's my tornado. Binge. Yeah, so yeah. I get in the YouTube the, you the toilet bowl. I can't remember who, but there's a couple like script to screen and others that show the script. Every frame and of painting, and yeah. Captain Christian. But so I've seen some other smaller ones where it's just like breakdown of the writers' room. Yeah, where they just went to, for instance, like the office, and it's like, what was the writers' room process like? And interviews people there, and then this one was about Breaking Bad, and it was neat how. I watched the Breaking Bad and then The Office, like back to back. It was neat how very different approaches, but both successful. How they kind of stuck to it. So the Breaking Bad one was was really interesting in that 
they're always like they were just really concerned with structure, which is almost like something you'd think of that a school would teach you a bunch. Is that not everything with with like a, a set purpose, like something just a really strict, tight timeline, but that things must be logical and within the character. Yes, I love that. Yes. Yeah. And so the, what they said was the That's whole time, life. literally every day, whenever they're coming up, because so they still had plot points to aim towards, but that every day in the writer's room, they just asked like, what would so-and-so do in this situation? That's, yeah. And see, that's what, that was our gripe with Game of Thrones was that it was not a character-driven show. It was a plot-driven yeah, show. at the end. At the end. And the, before, it was, it was character-driven. Character oh my God, Game of Thrones. Again, you two need to get over it. Spoilers ahead either way. And that's why it was so provocative because I can't believe these people are like this. Mm-hmm. When you say that about this show, a show, when you say that I can't believe these people are like this, like... When you have that, when you have that feeling, it's way more powerful because then it's more of a reflection of who we are. And so, like, if you think about Breaking Bad, they went through. I mean, listeners, go watch it. What's your problem? Yeah, yeah. It's it's sorry. Spoilers. Spoiler. So they're they're coming up, and it's just like you know, it's like okay, season four. Like, here's the showdown. Uh, Another neat thing they talked about, and this is again stabbing Game of Thrones in the face, was that. I think it was Vince so he Gilligan, goes the, the showrunner for mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And he, one of his the things he talked about, too, was just like he hates, and you see it all the time, when a really smart character does something, or stupid. it's just dumb, suddenly becomes stupid. stupid. And yeah. so he- Suddenly becomes stupid because plot. Like, think about yeah. it. So, like, the end of Game of Thrones, that's all, something stupid is, like, the last two seasons. So it's like Tyrion just suddenly becomes dumb. Danny becomes dumb. Like all these people who are like super mega geniuses, yeah. you know, Thor and the suddenly continuously are They're idiots. Helpless. Yeah. And it just, you don't, you don't like that in the character. It makes them yeah. weak. Yeah. And so for instance, big bad drug overlord, Gus Fring, and then you got Walter White. Like they're both supposed to be smart. He says, you don't dumb down Gus for Walter to win. Like you can have him like you, you find his weakness but yeah. it's like in order for Walter White to win, he has to outsmart yes, the smart. outsmart him. Yeah. yeah. Which is something you wouldn't readily expect a high school science teacher to do, yeah. which is essentially his skill set. Like he's very brilliant, but he decided not to move forward in his life because he had a family mm-hmm. that he like wanted to provide. Another one, yeah, like they talked about good writing is, you know, finding like the the true motivations, but he even, for instance, uh, like at the turning point, like they made it really about not something surface level where they needed milestones, like, oh, he needs to pay for, pay this much for medical treatment. Yeah. And then they use the example and, you know, and a bird comes in and takes the money away. That doesn't feel as powerful yeah. as if like Walter White is, isn't really doing this for the money. Uh, it's about that power and purpose and kind of the dark and purpose. And so they, they brought in intentionally kind of the do sex machina where uh, his like wealthy friends from the past offer his money, him money, even if you have, and they even just say like Skylar, the wife character, she says, it's just suck it up. This isn't about yeah. pride. You should take yeah. the money. Yeah. And so even in realistic circumstances, you you you'd take, take that money. money. You'd swallow the money, take the pride. But but but, but it's not about that it money. It was all about his pride. Yeah, about and that was the beauty. Yeah. It was that dichotomy of plot showing up and being mm-hmm. like, hey, here's an out. Yeah. And him raising his middle finger saying, you to the plot and being character 
driven. That, and it's not just how the character stays, but how the character changes in that mm-hmm. show. He, because he was so fundamentally flawed, excuse me, I have robots calling me. Uh, Hello, Drew. This is your, this, this, I am from Atlanta. Your number is super similar to this one. I am calling you now. I wanted to tell you about your butt plugs. <laughs> your butt plug shipment has been delayed. We are sorry for the inconvenience. Goodbye. Beep boop. <laughs> so, so you're going through and they're just setting up this story. It's just well-crafted. Yes. They thought about it. You can yeah. tell. But also, they didn't know exactly where it was going to end up, too. Yeah. So it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't just in-game. And how did they figure out was they didn't sit there season five and it's like, oh, well, it has to end this way. No. What they did was the smart thing to do is they looked back at all the little – they planted all these seeds. And then they're like, okay, let's take what we have, have them blossom. It wasn't in-game focused. That's what – good writing is if you put a gun on the wall if you show a gun on the wall in the first act it needs to be fired by the third Mm -hmm. i don't know where that's from but i remember because watching his essays that's what people are always saying you're supposed to plant the plot points and then you see (laughs) examples of where that fails like suicide squad and like some of these other where they're like literally put something in there. It's like because well, they changed. They changed yeah. the writers and they changed production teams and stuff. A, a really kind of obvious example of it that I just realized was the erumpent horn in Luna Lovegood in Phileas Lovegood's house in the, the Lovegood home. Oh my god. That's right. Her, you've been, Hermione was like, I listened to it. You've been audio, audio book. I did it, but this is months ago, but I remember it. I was like she knows that's an erumpent horn. And then by the time the Death Eaters show up, they shoot a spell and it hits the erumpent horn and blows yeah. the house up. Like it's really, that's really good writing. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, oh, that's kind of lame. That's literally a gun on the yeah. wall. And plus, you've done it a little differently yeah. than just Well, it's on like wall. an audience. It's just you know? like you have to, yeah, it's, it's that weird literally. thing. You need to set it up. The audience needs to feel smart. If you say the one thing like two or three times or like you both show and tell, yeah. like that's what it kind of fails. Where it's just like, yeah. now remember, remember this fact. You remember flashback. You know, slow. And the biggest going back to Game of Thrones, it was the first before that last episode. I have, it was, I've only seen it to episode three. Okay, then I don't want any spoilers. Okay. But it's yeah. the very first time that's what they show in the preview, uh-huh. like building up to the episode, yeah, is different than what was actually presented in the real show. Really? Yeah. Like I kid you, it was the first. It was the first time they did it, and you know why. Like they super cut some other stuff together and put some uh-huh. audio in the background uh-huh. to get into a character's mind. They've never done that before until the last episode. Uh-huh. And you know why they did it was because it was the first time that um, the stuff you were about to see uh-huh. wasn't presented you, to you in the actual show, like in an effective way. They had to like try to make up for it in the previews. Oh, yeah. get exactly. out. Get out. Get out. Speaking of that, get out. Great movie. I haven't seen it. Dude, it's amazing. I know everybody everybody's telling me that. There's just some things I haven't gotten around to doing. Yeah, I got I was you. waiting to like see it on Netflix or something. Dude, it's 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 great. Just because it's it's a textbook example of all the things I just talked about. About being black. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of being black, you look you look like a black person today. <laughs> I don't know where to go with yeah, where, speaking where, where, of being black. 
Uh, I'm writing again. You're writing again? Mm-hmm. In in what way? Lyrics? Yeah, yeah, I'm writing. I'm just around my house. I'm like super, it comes in waves and there are like weeks where I'm like feeling the vibe and I'm like taking my, my uh, phone and like just recording recording stuff little bits they're recording little bits just like i'll get like some sort of bop that goes in my head like i was playing um i was playing my viol my electric viola last night and i had this really dope trap hook idea let's see if i can play it you hear that yeah that's pretty and then then they Boom! Get a big, <laughs> the, like a deep eight oh eight, and some a fucking like really sharp snare, a killer kick drum, dude. Like that's gonna be fire, dude. That's gonna be such a fire trap beat. We're gonna we're gonna make that happen. And it's so the, dude. The edit of this pod, we're just gonna throw that in there, bro, bro. I'm super. It's just it's starting to come back. So. That's good, man. Did you get to? do any of that like when you're on like the cruise or not it's just all i was recording i did some vocals uh for my cover for mac miller's uh 2009 and i look i started that back in like september like i have not speaking of was it in, in life like for you drew finishing projects that i've started and haven't finished yet so that's dude i mean that's all i'm dealing with now but it's it's weird. It's like I'm finally getting closer. Yeah. It's like the first time in forever where I've been able to like ke- finally catch up on that to-do list, which is also scary because it's probably the first time six years where something was close to being done. You What's know? next? What's next? This podcast is next. The pod. It's so the we, yeah, we need to go on tour. Yeah. Develop some characters. Yeah, we got to develop. I think, I think the robot is a great character. Mm. <laughs> I don't have feelings. As I said before, no organic matter is present in my circuitry. Oh, you know, I'm going to save that for (laughs) for all future things. As I said before, (laughs) 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 like he's, he's got an attitude, but he doesn't have the processor to actually filter to to actually like not filter. Yeah. But also express it fully. (laughs) He can't be like, I already told you. Like a black mom, he doesn't have the black mom chip yet. <laughs> we need to install install that. Install the black mama and chip. I just channel my mom like when I used to get on her nerves, which was a lot. <laughs> oh my god! Did she did she pull it out when it was time? Yeah, like when, when I was being it? trifling, she would. Yeah. yeah, she's just like, no, not today. That's the one thing that I love about her is like she was simultaneously like very clear on the rules and her expectations for me, but also really affectionate, loving, and open. Mm-hmm. At the, she was both of those at the same time. And so I knew there are moments where I would do something stupid and she would be really angry, but I knew she still loved me. Oh my God. That's great. That was, she like, she handled it perfect. She handled it perfect. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm trying to think, yeah, with my mom, it was like the, like a nice balance. So I'm like the second child which means me and her like bicker, oh, you know, it's just like bicker, yeah. bicker. And plus uh, like my dad's like a man of very few words. Uh-huh. And so he, and he looks scary to other people. So he looks scary and he, he's know. older. And so we know, you know, like, like basically it's like, you don't mess 
with mom. And then that's when he gets angry. But other than that, it's in the side back. Me, her, and my older sister just bicker, 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 bicker. You know, nag, nag, nag. We got to get the last word. And then finally, like when it's just hit, a, it's hit a line. Then y'all cut it out. And then silence. It's done. It's over. But one that's of the nice funny. things. So it's my mom. Okay. So like one of my my best stories. Maybe we can each yeah, purvey a childhood yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So down. let me set the scene. So it's high school. Uh-huh. I think it's so you were you were the jock. You were the popular. Obviously, kid. I'm like you know Chis- six two. You had a full quarterback. Beard. You were six pack. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was an eight pack, but you know who's counting? <laughs> who's counting? A seven and a half pack. Yeah. So you know, obviously, I'm just a stud. Uh, you know, we played bassoon and band. Do you still have pictures from back then? Oh yeah. Not, well, not a, the, that particular. Time. Dude, we should put old yearbook pictures. It's like we should just fuse thumbnails and that and that be our that be our fucking our thumbnail. Yeah. Our thumbnail oh my god. So so I'm so I'm you know so I'm just an absolute stud, and I think it's this it's just a few weeks before like the final senior year or send off to college I can't remember but it's, it's summertime uh, in the fall at the end of summer um, I can't believe I said it's summertime in the fall freaking idiot I was. I'm, Dude, that sounds I'm, like I'm a new the, lyric. I'm on the trip with you. I'm not. I'm not questioning you. That's on the, That's good because I'm everything I'm going to say is totally yeah. true. No, I think the listeners are on the ride with you too. Man. So we're going through, and it's it's you know we're, we're about to enter. It's senior year. Yeah. Okay, to set the scene. So all all my dude friends gonna have a party. We're gonna throw us. And it was my job to get the booze. Oh, so it's super bad. It's super bad. Oh. Like it's a great, great movie, by the way. Great writing, incredible. Friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. McLovin is on speed dial. So I I was the McLovin in this situation, and so it's my job to get the booze. And naturally, it's being you know not of legal age. I need to find them. So I'm hanging out with my one friend, um, Andre. My one friend. I was just like (laughs) Andre. I'm like, yo, I need some booze. I've got you. I think it was, it was an older gotcha. cousin. And so we go pick up, we drive to the other side of town. We go pick up his cousin. And then we drive to, in, in North Carolina, the only place you can buy actual alcohol. It's called the ABC Store. I think it's like the alcoholic beverage company. Or oh, like you wow. can get wine and no, beer. No, my, my grandma, you, yeah. like, let's go to the package store, the ABC it's, store. Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah it's the uh, like adult candy store in atlanta we called that the atlanta bread company (laughs) yeah i think we call it's that same thing like the only way to get the good stuff is abc store so we pull into the abc store Uh the older guy goes in you know we give him the money he brings it out and i was like okay great so i got like a cooler full of of booze in 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 my trunk and so we pull out of the abc store and i kid you not i'm in this green 96 honda civic and then some smoke just starts billowing out of the front, like white smoke out the front of my, yeah, like it was like a movie. I didn't know cars actually like smoked out of the hood. And here's the problem. <laughs> the only place I could be possibly leaving from is the ABC store. It's not in a complex. <sighs> it's not in a complex. It's just the ABC store. And I'm like, no, <laughs> why? No. And it's, oh my God. And so we're sitting and like freaking out. Cause it's like, oh crap. Cause it's just, you know, to further paint the scene, 96 Honda Civic, me probably wearing a little polo and khaki pants. I'm scrawny little guy. And I've got my huge football-sized, huge singer. So I've got these, uh-huh. like, two, like, six-foot-two 
black dudes in my car. Uh-huh. And his one's just way older than us. We're high schoolers. Yeah, yeah. And and he's he's freaking out too. Uh-huh. So, so it's just like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Uh, and it's me. What's going on here? Yeah. And so we're saying And when like, you're in a car, smoking car with black people and this is a movie. Yeah. yeah. It's this is I'm one of us is gonna get shot, but thank God it's not. Yeah, me. it's it's <laughs> Like, hmm, you know, one of us is going to have to take one for the for team. team. Obviously, uh, I'm okay. So which, which flip a coin? I got to yeah. take the car back. Uh, oh. uh, but for some reason, so my parents just happened to call me while this is going down. Oh it's a movie. Uh, and it happens. It's it's good writing. <laughs> <laughs> and so so they call and I was like, hey, you know, it's weird. My car started doing something weird. I'm just kind of like panicking. And I, like an idiot, mentioned what's happening to my car. My parents are like, oh, where are you at? And I'm trying to describe where I'm at without saying I'm at the ABC store. And so I say, oh, you know, I'm like by the gas station here, which is only a few minutes from my house. It's a terrible idea. I should have just kept my mouth shut. But I don't know anything about cars. My car is smoking. I don't know if it's going to blow up. And so I'm like, and and so I'm sitting there with these these two dudes in the car. We're, we're panicking. And my parents are like, oh, I'll be right there. Because my dad will fix it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. He's going to yeah. murder me. And we're right beside that gas station. Like maybe we'll just like go, these rednecks get out of the car. And thank God for these rednecks. Cause they're like, Hey man, like they knew it. They, <laughs> it's true. It's what they said. Like. But, no, because like I know I'm from Georgia. Yeah, no, you know. So, yeah, so I get, hey man, I, hey man, <laughs> and and so they start, and it conveniently I can I can uh, translate redneck. What and it's like what he meant to say was hello sir, how may I assist you in your troubles? And, what, what were the black? What were the brothers doing? Dude, this when is, is that, dude. They, it's a, it's getting serious. Okay, this is yeah, the south. Yeah. This is not going to yeah, end well. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's let's deal with this, Mister yeah. Polo Shirt. And yeah. so I start talking to this truck full of rednecks, and they're like, come on, they like look at the car, like, oh man, you just need bring, bring, radiator, bring, 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 bring. and <laughs> and so they're like, go in there and buy oil. So I walk into the gas station, buy oil quickly, uh-huh. dump it in. Uh, to what I don't know, like, yeah, oil, oil was old, I guess. Something, yeah, oil yeah, something. yeah, like well, whatever car stuff. Yeah. Insert cars, the right car thing. Car jargon. And so yeah. I just you know pour the stuff in- inside. Like all the mechanics listening yeah. are just like cringing yeah, through like, the floor. They're just like blown. They're like, you don't put oil in the radiator. That's where water. The water goes. goes. You you dummy. And that's they're like that's why your car's blowing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, it's not going in the car. <laughs> so we we go through, we fill it in there. Shut the hood. It's like, oh my God, my parents are going to be here any minute. Yeah. I pull out. And so like the, you know, the temperature on the car, this is like dangerous. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like higher up yeah. it's down the, like the temperature meter. But I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not getting busted. You know, this is the logical thing to do. And yeah. so I pull out and leave and start driving. I literally pass my dad. Him going and they call me like, where are you at? I'm like, oh, you know, turned out it wasn't anything. Yeah, we're coming home. And so uh, I need to go home. Uh, which is very close, but there's a problem yeah. in my car. And beer. Yeah, well, I can you can you can hide that. Okay. But I've got this thirty plus year old oh black huge guy. black guy in yeah. my car. Yeah. That's and and awesome. who I've never met, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and it's just yeah. and I need to get him to where he needs to be, which is the other side of town. Oh. And so. Oh, this is going to get real interesting. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, do you have anyone to call? He's like, no, no, you got to take me home. He's not happy because he was just yeah, in a smoking car. Oh, shit. So he like, pull over to some bushes, drop off the booze at my friend's place. 
Oh, and then I got to drive. I drive this guy all the way, like home, with like a car that might blow up, for all I know. And then come back. And of course, the parents, furious. Yeah. Furious, because they're just like, you're driving around like a car that's like breaking down. Like, yeah. what were you doing? It's like, oh, I had to drop a friend off. Yeah, I had to drop him off. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so... You know, the night's over. I'm going to be, I'm dead. And so I just, I'll never forget, OG mom. I walk up to my mom. My parents are older. So they weren't like the, the hip, the hip, the hip types. And I just walk up. I was like, Bob, it's a big party tonight. It's like the last one of the year. It's the final sit off. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll take you. And she that's took dope. me. That's dope. She took me. That's dope. Yeah. Get to the party. Friends. We, we hop in the car, we drive back yeah. to those bushes, uh-huh. pick up the booze, go back to the party. Oh my God. Completely so trashed crushed. this poor family's house. But she did it. She did it. Like, cool, mom. After wow. all that. That was clutch. She understood. She understood. She's like, okay, but this is But you know what important. she was thinking? She's like, I'm going to beat this, this kid. No, no, no. She was thinking, this kid is going to be in my house for another month. This is it. And then he's never coming back. <laughs> Sounds good. Bet. <laughs> just true story yeah that's wild yeah usually parents go in the other direction like it should be she, they should have they, they get they get way stricter the closer you are to leaving the house because yeah. they get scared I think it's because I was a child number two so you know after the first they didn't have to protect yeah. anything yeah it's like, like oh yeah we already got we got one through it's, it's like fine. we had to take, if you get take in, care of the cool. sister if not yeah. it's fine I'm the extra it's like yeah. whatever happens is a bonus yeah it's like oh you did too cool awesome. you're sitting your sister did it. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. But uh, and we like we like her way more. She's the first. Let's be real. You know? True story, man. I'm I'm the firstborn, so yeah. You get you. I get, you get it. You get it. I get it. It's get it's promise. a nice shining light. You're like the star. <laughs> and then you're the, the you're the OG. You're the original. You're the original offspring. So what's what, what's the story of your? your past or like oh, man, maybe we're like the parents was, pro- yeah this was like super i forget i have trouble pinpointing which year it was but it was one of the years kindergarten or first grade but my mom was the cool mom because she came into the halloween party you know all the moms oh yeah like, you know all the moms are friends with that each party other. is for the it's parents like also yeah and they're like super like competitive is weird uh but anyway my mom comes in and she, my mom's cool. She didn't, she didn't care about the hierarchy. She wasn't trying to be on PTA. She mm-hmm. wasn't trying to do this. She was only there for me and my brother. And uh, she shows up with these, uh, these like jello, these like jello. Jello like, shots. Uh, they're not jello <laughs> shots, I wish. They, but they kind of were. They were like these, these like gummy worms and jello, like molds of like mm-hmm. little critters and stuff. And then she also brought these juice ice cubes and inside of them, she put like a gummy spider or something. So they were serving drinks and the, the drinks were of juice and like this fucking like spider. spider. Gummy and it was kind of cool. It was like super dope. It tasted delicious. And it was like, your mom is so creative. That's so fun. Oh wow! <laughs> and I remember she was pretty hyped about it. But that, my mom was the, the coolest mom. Everybody loved my mom. Drew's mom's the best. I love Drew's mom. Isn't ah. that cool? Like when you're, yeah, because yeah, we. It's like there's always there's one person in your friend group who has the cool mom. Yeah, I had the cool. I definitely had the cool mom. But it's because she is cool. She's the coolest person I know. 
she's just so nice and so friendly <laughs> to everybody. And she, she like really cares about people. Dude, that's the best. But then also she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's dude, that's the balance. Like, it's she's got it. She's got it. She's got it perfection. So she just doesn't put up with like the bullshit. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's like super dope to give anybody a chance. But as soon as they mess up, or as soon as they like act like they are dead, be she's like, who are you? Like, I don't have we met before. <laughs> Shade. Yeah, I mean, it's like not even passive aggressive. She'll do it aggressive. She'll be like, <laughs> I have nothing to say to you. Oh, isn't it the worst phrase you could ever? Just- Tear someone down. I could not care less if you lived or died. <laughs> the fact that you exist is irrelevant to me, and I'm sure most people on the planet. I should get that on a shirt. That's a great dude. We should. Yes, <laughs> that. Can we get that on a t-shirt? That's just such. That is such a good t-shirt. Such a, just this long. Statement. Your existence doesn't matter to me, and probably doesn't to the majority of the planet. Brutal. And it's like, oh, ooh. And, and then you like, you want to like raise your finger and be like, but wait, but there are people, oh, only a couple thousand people watch my YouTube videos. Right? Another t-shirt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say that to be, that's a great shirt. Only a couple thousand people watch my YouTube videos. That's a great t-shirt. Yeah. It, isn't it weird now? If you think of how many people see your stuff or anyone's stuff, like thanks to the internet, before unless you're on TV, bro, and it, the magnitude doesn't make input. sense. The magnitude yeah. doesn't make sense. I don't even know because we don't know TV numbers, not really, mm-hmm. unless you're in the industry or if you like are a nerd like me and trying nerd. to read marketing books. But I, I was just, I was hanging with my friend Leah Zager, friend of the pod for real. I mm-hmm. asked her to come on. She's oh my god, an actual friend of the pod, an actual friend. Of this the is pod a pod first, one. right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a first for exclusive us. friend. Yes. She's incredible. She's a singer, uh jazz violinist, singer, classically trained. Uh, and she's, she's like my jazz teacher. Like she's teaching me a bunch of stuff awesome. about music. And I was showing her an old Instagram video of mine. It was the last JHM jam I did with our friend of the pod for real, Ken Kubota. Oh my God. We're two for two. On two friends. for two, man. We're just banging them out. Friends. They only come in twos. <laughs> We have a two friend limit. Two friends. No new friends. So I was looking at the video and it was like 2017, December 2017. Over 39,000 people viewed it since I posted that. Do you understand how many people that is? First of all, I look at that. I'm like, man, I used to get, I have some videos with 250,000 views, man. That's lame. I want to get to the six figure views. Let's get to the six. But then I also think, holy shit. How many people are in a theater? Yeah. And most like anywhere between 800 and 1200. Yeah. So you're getting theaters. I had a stadium. I play, yeah. I play every time I post yeah. a video, I play for a stadium. Isn't that wild? I didn't realize that. Yeah. A stadium of people well, watch everything. It, it just looks like a number to you. It, you don't see It's just a people. number that I'm trying to make bigger every time. A bunch of people. It doesn't mean their anything. Pajamas, yeah. Cheetos watching yeah. you do your thing. I don't, I don't think I. I don't think I will ever meet. Here's the deal. I saw a Vsauce video a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. I think he said you would have to spend every moment. If you wanted to meet 100,000 people, you'd have to spend, if you wanted to spend a minute with every, with 100,000 people, you would have to. How long is that? I don't, I don't know. But I think he said it was like a significant portion of your life where that. I'll edit it in and make us look smart. Do. It's estimated that you meet 100,000 people by the time you are. 90 years old. We are very smart. 
So. I don't know, man. <laughs> how many how many minutes are in a year? Hey Siri, how many minutes are in a year? Five. Okay, five hundred twenty-six thousand six hundred minutes. minutes. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six. That's the only reason anyone watches Rent is to learn. Oh my how god! How do you measure so, measure a year? Maybe the way he's he maybe said ten minutes or something. I don't really know. But you can't really. But ten meet, minutes would be over. You can't really even meet. You can't meet a hundred thousand people in your life. You just can't. Yeah. You can't have any meaningful connection with them. No, it's insane. And they're sitting there watching you, your you stuff. You think you can't? You think you can, but you can't. And it's it's very weird. Even I was even looking back. So I had another person reach out. Again, I mean, it's continuous asking again about like getting into Juilliard for composition. Yeah. Because yeah, the, video, of the video, yeah. that video has, so it's the first time I looked back. I yeah, didn't, I haven't it, looked at it. Since I checked and I was like, yeah. it's got like 17,000 people or something. Oh, wow, dude. That's, yeah. that's and it's great. like, who is doing like, who, who wants to see it? But yeah. 17,000 people. who want to apply to Juilliard composition. People still ask me, I saw your video. Can you give me such, such and such as, by the way, thank you for keeping your lines open for yeah, that man. dude. Because like, I'm going to respond to someone again today. That mean, are you serious, yeah. dude? What? Yeah. That was one video. When did we make that, dude? Like. 2015? On the whim. Yeah. 2015? It's old, but it's still, because there's no other way they'd find me. I'm not like ah, active. Stop. In, <laughs> no, no. Like this. There's, there's no other way they find me. It's, but it's so funny. It's because that video. Like you wouldn't. That was like four years ago. Because yeah. they could reach out to anyone who's gone there. Yeah. It wouldn't be me. But it's because that video. So, that is so crazy. And they'll they'll be like, oh hey, I saw so I saw these videos. Okay, if I ask you a question, I'm like, yes, yeah, yes. Because well, we gotta make more videos. Yeah. Dude. Well, people, yeah, it's oh my god, yeah, we could because there's some funny bits in that at the end of that video. Yeah. You Way also were in my first ever YouTube video. The very first one. The first non-playing video that I ever made. First content. It was how to get into Juilliard. Do you remember that shit? Is that uh, what did I say? I don't know. Uh, I probably said something really dumb. No, no, no. It was like uh, the elevators. The, eleva- the, the, the <laughs> elevators are like the, the stairs or something. The oh, stairs. No, you're talking about the stairs, the Juilliard stairs. Oh, the thing so it you, makes the yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't yeah. actually sound like the scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't actually sound like the scale. Dude, I get, yes. I get the kick out of that. Yeah, so at Juilliard, if you've ever seen anyone who's – like look up people who go there. They all have the same headshot. It's only stupid stairs. And I want to like start a the fund to get people to take photos not on those stairs. But the thing about this, so it's by this beautiful glass uh-huh. window. Yeah, it's it, great. It's over Broadway. It's, it's, yeah. it's super nice. So it's great to yeah. have it. But like, there's these stairs. And that's the only time people see light. And that's the only place to see light in Juilliard. And these stairs are like awkwardly spaced out. They're actually uh-huh. really hard to walk on because they're lower uh-huh. than what you're used to. And they're, and they're longer. They're longer. So you can't like really take You don't really have to bend it. your knees yeah. that much it's, to go down. It's really stairs. awkward to walk. First off, yeah. first problem. And second problem, so they talk about how it's supposed to sound like scale. If you wear tap shoes or something. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? It's like, no matter how hard you stomp on these things, boom, so there's no scale. It's the G pentatonic, you dumbass. (laughs) (sighs) But but anyway, fun fact, that video, Truth About Juilliard, is the second, I think it's still the second most popular video on my channel. And it's got over 120,000 views. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. 120,000. Yeah. Yeah, I think How to Get in Juilliard is still my most my my biggest video, which when I think about it makes sense. Like that's a pretty 
mean, that's what bait. they're going to be that's looking pretty for. Pretty clickbait. Ty. That's like right on the fucking nose. Might as well just call it clickbait, Juliet. Click. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should do a video like the uh, top best things about Juilliard. Oh yeah, you have Prince's clickbait. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like you not even embrace talk about. it. Embrace it. Yeah, like you got to have some top list. Truth about Julia. Top list. You won't believe. Top 10 things you won't believe about. About Julia. Oh, God. We need to Parentheses, clickbait. Oh, my God. Okay, no, I lied. It's 115,000 views. But still, uh, it's, it's a stadium. It's a stadium, dude. Over 1.7 thousand likes, dude. I can't believe people are watching that. I can't believe people watched it in the first place. Yeah. that's. I think it is the, the second largest. Then again, the stuff I've seen on the internet, it makes sense. Hmm? The stuff we've seen on the internet, man, it makes sense. I'm not too surprised. Everyone's watching stuff. Everyone's watching stuff. It's just and how many people are alive now, dude? It's like over seven billion. Like where there, there are plenty of people that are into this shit that you want to do. And I think that's what I kind of want to bring home for people listening to this podcast mm-hmm. too. Is like, just because you don't want to play in a symphony or can't play in a symphony doesn't mean your life is over. You have to figure it out. I'm sorry you have to be creative and like try to think outside the box, but it's out there if you want it. Like if you want to be the violinist that plays with a jar of peanut butter on your head, <laughs> there are people so that would be into that done. shit. Dude, rolling your face in bread. I didn't know that was a thing, but it's a thing. Now, dude. if you can play the violin and roll your face and in roll bed. your face in bed, yeah, you're gonna kick them out. You're gonna be so. You're so talented. America's oh, got talent. Oh my god, you're so inspiring. <laughs> I want to roll my face in bread. Two goals, <laughs> goals. Somebody just commenting, just fire emojis. <laughs> Dude, Wait, I've been, just, I've been on, I rolled my face in bread. <laughs> I've been on, yeah, it's such like a three, three, Are you telling me three emoji phrase. What? Like I just, I just dropped three emojis. I think it was like just the appropriate, the Trinity of emojis. Oh, you know, you what? What are they? What's the Trinity? Dude, it's, 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 it's one of the, the faces. It's three fires. It's or three random emojis uh-huh. that have nothing to do to do with the content. It's just like lizard, know. lizard, lizard. <laughs> and it's so true. Yeah, and you know what? My 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 usual trio is like the laughy face, the prayer hands, and the hug emoji. Where he's oh, got one, his two, hands three. out. Yeah, it's like lol. Thank you. Hug. Oh like, my that's god, my, that's my shit. Yeah, that's a nice strategy. I'm just like it's a good, I it's want a them to the question. Like, what does he actually? Mean? Yo, I thought about doing cryptic. Just start. Just stopped using letters for a while, <laughs> <laughs> and just communicate with people in emojis, cryptic emojis, yeah, or yeah. gifts. Just like so, essentially, like when I'm like sliding into girls' DMs, I'll just send eggplants like a normal eggplants. person, like a normal person, like not like, be like, oh, I really like how well you played the thing. I look up like to God like your skill. Yeah, eggplants. when actually it's just it's eggplants. It's eggplants. It's eggplants. It's eggplants. I think there's such there's such a hype. That, that's kind of what I like about <laughs> humankind right now, even though it's lawless and it's reckless. This sort of hype culture we have, dude, is I kind of. F-
with it. Because, like, you got to think that is the gateway for you to get into people's brains. When there's a hype train going on, that's a chance for me to bring classical music to the mainstream. That's a chance for me to, like, posit something. There was that one thing. It's always funny to see what breaks through. Um, that kid, <laughs> I thought it was so, it's it's so sweet, but one of those underlying, it's so sad that the, the only time in, in recent past, like, classical music has made any type of main mainstream news is when a kid goes, wow. That. You didn't you didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. It made like other like news networks. I can't remember which which symphony. It's a really sweet story. Like it was, you know, they they ended the piece. Uh-huh. And you know, before right before all the honors clap, this kid goes, wow, wow. like really loud, and yeah. like everyone laughs. And so they, you know, they go find this kid. Yeah. And it turns out he's like younger and he's on the spectrum. He doesn't even like talk much. So it's like an even nicer story oh, when you find out. And wow. he's like He's not nonverbal, but he just doesn't really just talk, talk much. much but and so in front of the all music, those in front of all those people in the huge them. audience, and so it's like really sweet. And I'm like, oh, that's a gr- that's a great heartfelt solid story. But isn't it also really sad that <laughs> we have to go find out a kid who was Who's amazed like, wow. by music? <laughs> like, isn't that the latest thing? Yo, it's because you know what it is, man. It's not. I, I really am a, a proponent and a, and a holder of the idea that people don't like classical music because they just don't know about it. Like, they just don't. It's not an easy barrier in. It is honestly, like, you just got to get them to go to the symphony. You got to get them to go to a concert. You can get them to go to a chamber music concert and then also guide them. I honestly think that you should have, like, every symphony should have a program where they have a symphony buddy. And it's somebody who knows, (laughs) no, who knows about the classical music. They'll go, it's like an app, like, LA Phil should have an app where I, you go some to- Some orchestras are finally doing that. I mean, there was that new one piggybacking off you. It's hilarious. Another good to be praised, but also like sad. So there's this huge thing about the new CEO or president. I think it's, um, maybe it's the Sacramento Symphony or something. Mm-hmm. And so this director, she's younger. She she gets millennials and she's doing great things. But it's so funny because whenever anything like is praised, it's like massive innovation. It's always the stuff we all know that needs to happen, yeah. but never happens. Things like being able to drink in the auditorium, being able to have your phone out, being able to clap between boots. It's like the stuff we even know. It's not, that's not a visionary thing. Mm-hmm. We know that's going to work. Mm-hmm. That's the obvious choice, but no one puts it in place, but she did it and she's turned the symphony around. They make a profit it's now. It's because everybody died but, on the board. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, she, full disclosure, that was a joke. Him. That was a joke. She killed the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a coup. Yeah. Orchestral coup. Yeah, it is an orchestral coup. But, but I was saying about this this app, though, man. She did that. She's, they're she, doing they something like app. that. They have an app. Yeah, so what, you the, can what features, the features you need on the app are... First of all, you need to be able to like find, like link up with somebody who understands it. And then you guys go get drinks before the show. And then they like say, okay, so Beethoven, this is kind of, Mm -hmm. so they're going to be like 120 people on stage. We're all playing together. Like kind of not a consultant, but somebody to hang out with, to guide them through it. Well, it's kind of like making, making, because the pre-concert talks are barely attended. Like a genius bar, dude. For for orchestras, man. You walk up and their iPad and like, what's your problem? It's just like, barely us is my problem. Like, I got (laughs) you. Schoenberg, I don't get it. And they'll be like, (laughs) it's like, do you have orchestra care? And it's like, dude, my orchestra care ran out. And they'll be like, it's okay. And and they like, they they roll you around in a wheelchair and they like whisper in your ear, hey, you're you're a great person. Thanks for coming. (laughs) 
Thanks for supporting your it's orchestra. It's so Whenever, I mean, like, we miss it. Maybe it's because virtually everyone who listens or goes to a classical music concert has some stake in it. It was either raised up group playing instruments, had wealthy parents who took their kids to the to the concert hall, or is a classical musician. And, like, that's it. So it's so insular. So it's hard to truly know how do you get someone literally randomly off the street to come in there and be a part of it. And I think it's just, it's that, like, access of knowledge. And it doesn't mean, like, you have to know this crap to appreciate the music, but it's certain context helps. Cause it, yeah. if you went into a history museum, which isn't too far from no. what's happened and, and there were no plaques, no signs, no pamphlet with, that's with, the same thing. Yeah. With no context. Yeah. You just look at art and that's the problem. I go, I used to go to art museums and not read those things. Yeah. And you but don't that's, have, but I don't get, I don't get it. Yeah. Dumbass look at the fucking wall. Yeah. Right there. And it was like, it's like, Oh yeah, you can still look at it. You can still appreciate it. But if you know more, you won't doubtly be more interested. Woo, Woo nerds, nerds. But uh, but yeah, man. So I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm hoping that there's one day I can I can consult a symphony and yeah. Really it just it just blows my mind that ideas. it's like it's it's like an annoying thing because people are doing the the right thing. <laughs> but but they, yeah. if I read one more like innovator, oh, we played in a bar instead. Dude, when people You're call not an me an innovator, I I gag. I'm yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'm just doing. What needs to happen? Yeah, yeah. Like what needed to happen immediately? Nothing. None of this is like an original how idea. How did you guys? How did you guys not see that people were on Facebook all the time? <laughs> how did you not pay attention to what your, your kids on AIM? Yeah. Right. How, I that I think but, honestly, my career depends on me having kids. In a way, to know, to know, just to understand the shit they're getting into. Well, even just right? younger people. I mean, that's but, what I but it's about, not cool. But for I loved me to about be friends teaching. with kids, man. That's weird. That's criminal. That's really but, weird. Yeah. But then again, that's what I liked about teaching too. It's like the side. Of, it was oh, like I got to see yeah, what the younger generation was into. Yeah, really. Because when like now they're all, they're, oh, these kids are this. way more self-aware than anyone could ever imagine. Because they now understand, for the most part, like Instagram's fake. They get it now. Oh, yeah. And these kids know it. And they know Facebook's garbage. They're not on Facebook. Their parents yeah, are on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, These kids know more than their parents. They read, yeah. They like, read they understand that, like, wait a minute, all this is garbage. And it's hilarious that a bunch of 40, 50, 60-year-olds do not And they're addicted. It. And they're, like, yelling and arguing with yeah. each other. On the, If you look at people who argue online, it's- It's not young kids. It's not young kids. It's usually, like- people our age and older it's not even kids in college now i don't think another I don't really weird see them arguing like thing. that yeah I they mean, just make memes at each other no, they just yeah, subtweet each other it's all like <laughs> it's I- ironic memes the ironic memes dude when did that happen dude the orchestral memes are blowing up they're everywhere they're, man they're everywhere they're, at first there was like <laughs> one meme account and it was like classic fm and it was like this guy yeah. mike matagan on facebook and now there are like thousands of these like orchestra meme accounts and they're all hilarious these kids are fucking funny they're on dude. fire they're killing me and so so like teaching so uh, yeah my younger students so like we're talking middle school age dude these kids are hilarious they are so funny dude i'd walk by and so my like class the course curriculum it was God, essentially it was so computer based yeah so i'm walking around and be like okay you know insert name like it's like okay timmy i know how shortcuts work i'm not old I'm like, I know you just closed out of a bunch of windows yeah. when I walked over here. <laughs> Bust them. And I'm like, I know how, you know, I can swipe on the trackpad. I know you're hiding up windows. First off, I need to show them the video. And yeah. if it's hilarious, I won't react. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah I won't be mad if you. If I'll be like, if it's, it's it better be funny. And better so I'd watch the thing and be like, 
you're right. That was funny. And, <laughs> and I'd be like, now get back to work. Yeah, you know, I'll be yeah. like, now close it out. I don't want to see yeah. it again. Also send me that link. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they were like, they were checking out the stuff I was looking at, but they were also making all their own content like in creative ways. They had all these, ago, yeah, all these, they had each had their own channels. They were liking each other's stuff and they'd stream their games. Yeah. And then they'd make like unique, really crude, but hilarious content. I know. These kids are way They're more so creative. creative. They're so creative. Because they've been given access to all this stuff the from the get-go. Remember when we used to be in computer lab back in the day in elementary beep, school? Beep, boop, boop. Do you remember computer lab? Did you oh, have that? Oh man, dude, floppy disk. Dude, do you remember kid pics? No. Or paint? Yeah. Do you paint. remember how many kids went in paint? Now imagine- Having Ableton on your school computer. And having a class. And having a class. Unbelievable. Beethoven, dude. Fucking Mozart just making a mixtape. It was like essentially like what what do we have access to? Glorified Microsoft Word. Computers were boring. Computers were really boring. The most, the coolest thing that I did on the computer was play Yahoo Pool. And I got to like (laughs) ASL, homie. It was like, ooh, I'm like 23 female in Florida. And guys will always flirt with me. Oh man, it's so creepy and sad. It was hilarious. Oh, what was the one thing? Oh, um, like that space pinball thing that like. Oh yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I played that so much. So many. I would watch Boy Meets Til- World and like f-ing play that on my computer. Yeah. Played solitaire for hours and free cell on my computer. Dude. And these kids get free online massive oh multiplayer God, games. Dude, I was addicted to that stuff. I can't even imagine. Fortnite. If I was young when and I had Fortnite, age. it wouldn't happen. Oh my happen. God, dude, it'd be over. Because at least with like Pokemon cards, mommy has to drive you to the store yeah. and you got to somehow find money. Yeah. Like, no, Fortnite, here it is. I'm, te- I'm telling you, dude, if Fortnite was a thing when I was no, I'd be a addicted. kid, I wouldn't be here. I would be a pro gamer. I would I would ask my mom, can you take, because that's what I did for music. Yeah. Coaches now exist so i would be getting coaching i would go on fiverr i would be hiring all of these professional coaches and i would be aiming to be a a professional gamer yeah that's that is, literally what i would be doing that's the weirdest thing ever can you it's, imagine just how different just a couple of years dude i'd be way fatter dude no i'd never i would never I'd stand be, i'd be so i would be out of shape i'd probably try to work i'd probably try to work out depends i'd like to think but also like think of the competition level on some of these now because anytime something's monetized the level of some of these people it doesn't matter no 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 no. because with twitch oh and then with the skill youtube that's what i'm saying if i was i would be working on my twitch i would just be streaming every week yeah i mean as compared to like competitive but well i would want to be a competitive what i mean is like i would want to be competitive and like compete in like the amateur leagues or whatever but i would definitely i understand that there's no substitute for the amount of time. And I, I need, I'm i a balanced person. Mm-hmm. I would want to get good enough to where I could compete in tournaments, but never win and just be a big streamer. That, that would be the, I would feel yeah. successful. Then. It is fascinating to like watch, looking at all these other athletes, it's the same. They yeah. go through such the same. And they're boat. so good. That's the thing. It's like the skill gap. It's 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 filthy. It's it's just like between me and LeBron. LeBron is a different type of human. Than <laughs> yeah. I but you look at gamers and you look at them and you're like, oh, look at that fat tub of lard. I'm so much better. LeBron. No, they they will shit down your throat yeah. and then laugh at you <laughs> and then also post you on their YouTube channel or their Twitch channel in front of millions. Everyone of people. sees their handle and you just everyone got sees wrecked. your handle and you got wrecked. You got wrecked. wide, homie, oh. by a guy that looks like Frodo, right? Oh my so. god. 
So, but it's it's wild. I have so much respect, so much respect. I have a friend who's moving here who I met through League of Legends. So for those of y'all listening, and I think we're going <laughs> to probably end on this before I put too many feet in my mouth. When I was at undergrad, I pretty much majored in viola and league of legends i played so dual, much goddamn, you got a dual degree. i got a dual degree i played so much goddamn league of legends i uh, played for a bit two summers i played so much and i mean i, I had got, to down i had to uninstall you had to it. it yeah you, I had to uninstall yeah, it. yeah it comes to a point where you gotta pick one or the other i was able to get out unscathed my would have been like call of duty so i was lucky Call like it a degree it, yeah i had a degree in college. but uh, i was playing league of legends and i met this guy who did this most unorthodox meta and he crushed i was in ranked so mm-hmm. i was like playing a really heavy carry team he was ganking my lane i was snowballing I'm so we, sad i know what every I we, know we destroyed we destroyed said. we destroyed them and so i like was like yo man you want to party up you want to do <laughs> and he was he this was back in like i would say 2011 that probably before i He's, that's before i tried I still play the games with him to this day. I moved to New York. He moved to New York. We lived, he lived in Brooklyn. We met for the first time like two years ago uh, after being friends for like five years. And now he's moving to LA because his girlfriend got a job out here in LA. He left this morning uh, to drive out here with his girlfriend. So he'll be here in a couple of days. You'll meet him. He's an incredible gamer. He's when so is he I like make, make is the that, transition, like a full time thing? Or? No, he doesn't make money from it yet. But when I make the transition from just music mm-hmm. to also adding mm-hmm. gaming, like he's on my squad, we're gonna like Dude. we're gonna stream. Yeah, there's a bunch of people up. I met from back because I was just on. It was all Xbox Live stuff. Yeah, there were a few distinctive people. I never wanted to meet any of them. Just since I stopped before that became really a thing. Yeah, I would spend you know more time with these people. Yeah. And my favorite was there was people like right after graduation people who are like high school, like we knew them, uh-huh. but I didn't, didn't interact them with them till uh-huh. after uh-huh. I was already gone and out. Uh-huh. And then you know, they become friends and it's just like, oh, this person was like considered like a loser or whatever in high school. Yeah. Turns out they were just like really great, fun people. Oh, do you, Again, can, like, you, can, you, can you go further with, a per- I know a person just like that. Yeah. Well, just uh, like further in what way? And- can you describe, there's this guy that I went to middle school. I remember I met him in middle school, very short mousy mm-hmm. uh very kind of longish blonde hair that came down in a bowl cut around his whole head glasses buck teeth braces nerdy not Text. socially textbook not and now he's like a famous race car driver <laughs> like he's like what famous race car driver yeah wild oh my god wild i'm su i'm super like proud of him and i feel bad for like, i didn't bully him but i wasn't his friend <laughs> i wasn't on his team it's like oh my god yeah, i wasn't on his team but uh good for him i had one friend i wasn't close with them but one uh a friend from my high school is yeah like professional racing like he still does yeah right? i don't know to what degree he still like that's what, what he does life man you race cars for a living like, it's like wild i mean you don't but then have again to read books <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be super smart that's i mean perk. you have to be good at what you do and yeah. you have to have a specialized knowledge of course but like you don't have to care about global warming <laughs> like, 
You're in a race car. You're doing. You're, you're, you're not helping. You're contributing. Hey, I learned on John Oliver, and he told us not to have it be the only thing we remember. But of course. Oh yeah, he did that whole segment. Yeah, the, Please the don't part be about the only thing you remember. Cow farts. Yeah, cow farts. They, they don't fart. They burp. burp. They burp. Yeah. So cows don't. It's not the methane doesn't come from the booty. So you're not. It's not global warming from farts. It's burps. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's cow burps. Yep. Wow. Oh and what God. a way to uh, what a way to end what a way yeah. to end Trevor so if you do, if you don't you know if you if there's one thing you remember from this podcast it needs to be that cows burp cows yes. burp and shove that in all your friends faces when they talk about farts mm-hmm. but 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 Jennifer they're burping they're not they're not farting so I don't crisis over I don't I don't understand where you're coming from all right, so let's just tie this thing up. Okay, this okay, has been Jack, another episode of the Faking Nose Podcast. I don't like sh- let's the show where we just just end it. End show. We just end it. Bye. Right now. <laughs>